Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome to another Out on a Tangent. My name is Jenny, and with me today, I have Stephanie from Adult Services. Today, we're going to be talking about the characteristics of a good villain, so let's get into it. So, Stephanie. Yes. (laughs) What do you think of when you think of villains? Like, knee-jerk reaction. I just, I, I always go to Disney because it's like, you know, childhood. So, like, for me, the scariest villain was always Ursula. Ooh. I know. I just love her so much, though. Okay. Because she's just crazy for no reason. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> and we'll talk about this a little bit later on, but, like, she's in the right. Like, she has Ariel sign a contract. I know. You're right. You're right. <laughs> And then also, which I know you will not be surprised, is, like, Imhotep from Mummy. Um, like, yeah. Yeah. I like the crazy for no reason ones. Well, you like the mummy. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> like, point blank, period. <laughs> Every time I see anything relating to the mummy, I think about a meme you it's posted. Cinematic, cinematic mask. Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. So, um, I printed off from our very not reliable, reliable source, uh, the internet, talking about what are the characteristics of a good villain. And we can see if you agree, if you disagree, if your villains that come to mind that like really chill you to your core align with this, or like if we are both more broken than we thought. (laughs) (laughs) And we're like, no, that's valid. (laughs) Um, So our strong characteristics that we're looking for are clear morality. Mm -hmm. So they have to have like a true sense of like, I hate everything. Um, If a villain spends part of your story killing people and then part just, like, kind of hanging out, we're not going to really believe whatever they're doing. Like, everything has to feel like there's a motive, according to this Mm -hmm. wonderful source, uh, which is by the Harvard Writing Class. Oh, okay, because they have nothing better to do. (laughs) I guess. Well, here we are. Um, A strong connection to the hero, so it can't just be someone you know, kill him for the sake of killing. Their example for a good villain is Lord Voldemort. Because yes. connected to Harry Potter. Right. I I don't know about that, but, you know, we'll get into yeah, that. We'll get into I, that. I, I agree, but, but disagree as well. So. Yeah, they're like, the star serves as a symbolic yeah. reminder of the connection between the two and foreshadows the fate of our hero and villain. Yeah, I hear that, but Voldemort serves like whiny baby through like lots of them he's like i'm very upset that you took xyz from me and now you must die harry potter beautiful (laughs) (laughs) but like what did he take like what did harry take from him right nothing right i feel like this this, oh my gosh this is gonna be so controversial but for me (laughs) the villain of harry potter is dumbledore Ooh. okay i'm not saying you're wrong no i know yeah yeah. He puts Harry in the line of fire, like, every 30 seconds. I know. Every 30 seconds. In the books, in the movies, and it's like, dude, give the kid a break. He's 11. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Could you imagine your teacher just being like, mm, no, no, you. Yeah. You. And, like, I've had some, like, Garbaggio teachers, but yeah, no. not any that I know of that were like, yeah, go die. <laughs> 
I did have a teacher in like I think seventh grade. She was like this tiny like four foot nothing lady mm. that she would like chase kids around the room with a baseball bat. Oh and no! Granted, that was a hundred years ago when it was okay to like surrender the lives of students apparently, but Dumbledore serves that. <laughs> okay, so there was a teacher at my high school, and he would brag about it. Uh, you can find graffiti referencing his name all across this town, <laughs> um, but. He would like brag about the fact that like he broke a couple kids like knuckles and everything, and I'm like, That's what, what are you doing? And he was my older brother's favorite teacher. Of course, my older brother is also ten years older than me. For any listeners out there, <laughs> um, our next characteristic is a worthy opponent. Mm-hmm. So like, I think if we're using their example of Voldemort, he picked on a baby. Yeah, Why is sure. a baby a worthy he opponent? Was trying to kill an eleven year old. Well, like, even gross, before that. Up. Even Where before that, like, right. I, I, just, I can't. Yeah. Um, a compelling backstory. This time they're talking about your man Gollum in Lord oh, of the Rings. God, I Gollum so much. <laughs> yeah. He's a spirit animal. Used to be a normal. It literally says used to be a normal character uh, by showing us, you know, how he lived as a hobbit until he was corrupted by the power of the one ring. Um, yeah. so yeah. And then they say villains should be fun. And um, in this point, they're referencing Silence of the Lamb. Oh, yeah. Hannibal's super fun. I, I especially love the way he eats people. I know. Super entertaining. <laughs> what a fun dude. Real, real fun, cute times. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, gosh. they straight up say, let's face it, evil oh. villains are fun. In Thomas Harris's Silence of the Lambs, readers hold their breath whenever Hannibal Lecter appears on the page. Whether it's their black-hearted sense of humor or their odious worldview, our favorite villains possess qualities that we love to hate. So what do you love to hate about Ursula, if that's the case? I just She's so fabulous. She is such a vibe of, like, <laughs> I am a strong feminist woman, and I am here to get what I want. And I'm like, yes, get it. Do it. Do the things. And she, like, leans hard into her sexuality, too, yes. in that movie. Yes. <laughs> like, not for nothing, but, body like... language? Yeah. Yes. Like, her. the true, not just embodiment of, like, body positivity, but, mm-hmm. like, body acceptance, yes. which is, like, a differential that I think we don't necessarily hear enough about. Because, like, okay, yeah, sure, it's great to be, like, I love my body, but, like... Have you really accepted it? Or are you just blanking it? Yeah. That movie came out when I was a kid. I was super young. Like, young enough to have burnt out the VHS copy of The Little Mermaid (laughs) at my house. But she looked different from all of the... She didn't have the same villain qualities that a lot of the villains at that time had physically. Like, a lot of them were made to look really scary. And, like, just... All I can see right now is the... I forget his name, but the guy from The Hunchback of Notre Dame. Oh. And so they were just made to look really, like, creepy and weaselly and scary. And Ursula was like, I am the coolest. Give me what I want. Okay, so, like, two things. Um, One, is it, like, homophobic, though? Because Ursula's modeled after a drag queen. Oh. Did you not know this? I did not know that. Really? I see it with the makeup. No, 100%. Like, voiced by, like, all the things. Like, yeah. Like, huge in the LGBT plus community. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like, is it the homophobia? And, like, trying to 
kind of like wash that into like the minds of like kiddos mm-hmm. or you know is it just kind of like a different take to be like villains are in all the same like shape and size because right. hunchback was mid 90s like using that example yeah. um but on a separate note one could argue your homegirl yzma oh i love her so much i know like our <laughs> man i was gonna like call her like feminine Skeletor but like <laughs> I think Skeletor would be like oh my gosh, no. the child of Kronk yeah, and Yzma because he's got muscles Skeletor for dinner. sure but also like has Kronk's muscles a little bit there OMG have you not thought about this oh now I will never unthink it because <laughs> these are your jams like oh Kronk and Yzma oh my gosh they made Skeletor I can see it. it's the same color scheme too that's what I'm saying oh, wow I love that yeah. Okay. So well, good. so that's just something to like think on. Maybe right. I encourage listeners and Stephanie to explore <laughs> how Ursula was like modeled after a drag queen because like some people say that it was like a dig at homophobia and everything. I feel like it could have been at, especially at that time. Or was it like but- kind of like claiming this like whole section of a community that like Disney had previously ostracized? Right, yeah, because I look at it now. In all of the LGBTQ experience that I have in my years, um, well, just you know, my, I have a tri- I have a daughter that identifies as non-binary, and um, she doesn't mind being called daughter. But could she? Could Ursula have been like the? Here's somebody that looks like this. Yeah, she's still cool. Right. Like, well, she can still be a baddie. And. Because, like, I don't know what it's like to, like, have a straight friend. Many people know this. (laughs) Um, Like, many of my LGBT friends, like, they are such Ursula stands. Right, yes. So, like... I know, I love her. Is this, like, oh, this was always meant for us? Or is this, no, we're claiming this for us? I know, yes. Some sneaky Disney exec was, like, put this character in here. She'll be great. And it was. Maybe. (laughs) Maybe. Um, So, who's your favorite bone-chilling villain? Like, scares me to my core? Yeah. Mother Gothel. I'm kidding. Oh, my God. Mother Gothel is is absolutely crazy. But sometimes I identify with her, and that makes me feel crazy. Okay, cool, cool. (laughs) Um, But, no, for me, it's an oldie. um, The original, the OG Tim Curry, um, Pennywise the Clown. Oh. I was allowed to watch that movie at a very young age. Okay. And it scared me to my, like, there were, there's a scene in the movie where Pennywise, like, rips open the shower drain mm. of, like, the, like, the boys' locker room. I couldn't stand near the drain in my shower for years. Wow. <laughs> I don't know why. It was, and then I just was, clowns traumatized me forever. And I think I'm finally getting past it, but... <laughs> There's something about Let's a go to a that just will always make my <laughs> spine go, ugh. Like, no. <laughs> That's unfortunate because we have, like, the Southern New Hampshire Clown yeah, Committee the that Gra- made. I know. The Granite State Clowns. They're so wonderful and they're so cute. They're so like, sweet. They uh, they uh, let me warm up by the fire every winter carnival because oh, they do that. s'mores. Yes. And they're like, Miss Jenny, you're frigid. And I'm like, I sure am. And they're like, go ahead. Go right? take a step over by our fire. And I'm like, thank you so much. <laughs> Well, who is yours? Oh, gosh. You know, honestly, I don't think I have one. Stop it. I know. My 
my nightmares are real things. Uh, <laughs> People are the problem. Uh, kind of. Um, I can tell you when I was younger, the villain that scared me the most and I had to leave the room every single time is Ratcliffe. From Pocahontas. Oh, no. The governor. So creepy. Like, he wasn't even creepy. I just remember the song, like, um, Savages made me cry. We had to leave watching the movie. We had to turn the movie off or skip past it every single time. Because I was like, the white men are scary. Which, yes, as a very white lady, yes, the white men are scary. For sure. For me. Um, I I don't know though. Like my my fears were all like snakes. So like it was Beetlejuice, but like not the character, the desert worm. You know? And then like I would be in the shower and I'm like, oh, oh no, I thought about it and now I feel like I somebody in the room with me. Not even. It was like I could feel snakes coming out of like my shower head and like dripping Mm -hmm. down my body. Um I had a lot of that, or, like, late at night if I thought about them, then I would start seeing them all around my room. It's a phobia, friends. Sure. Um, and I would, like, line up my stuffed animals around the perimeter of my bed so they could protect me from the snakes yes. that were on the floor trying to crawl into bed with me. For me, I think the scariest, it's not even, like, an actual villain. It's the unseen. It's, like, yeah. paranormal activity, the first one, where, like, you never actually see the scary thing. Yeah. And that's the scariest part to me. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> so I think I think it was paranormal activity. Like, I was watching it with my younger brother, um, like, at home one day. We're like, okay, like, everyone says this movie's, like, super scary, but, like, is it actually? Yes. And, like, okay, great. It's me and my younger brother and his friend, Dominic, and we're, like, all hanging out in my living room. We're watching it. No one else is home. It's, like, I don't know, like, 2 in the morning mm-hmm. or something like this. And then, like, they're laughing the whole time. And I'm like, guys, stop, stop, shut up. And I'm, like, kicking them under the blanket. Like, just super freaked by everything. Um, Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, there are definitely, like, things that give me the heebie-jeebies. But in terms of villains, I, that's a harder sell. Because you can always kind of, like, so Stephanie and I both do a lot of yoga stuff. And so it's like, oh, we can always kind of see from, like, that perspective. And it's Mm -hmm. like. I don't want to be able to see from your perspective, but, like, I do. And my knee-jerk isn't really to get scared. It's to get sad and to get angry. So, like, an umbrage situation. Again, Harry Potter. um, I didn't... I wasn't afraid of her. I was like, you are evil and I am angry. (laughs) Well, and it's kind of funny that you bring her up because going from what what the article you read said, like... I feel like Umbridge is scarier because she feels more realistic, and we know nothing about her. Right. We know nothing of her backstory, like, and she feels scarier. She definitely does, and I think part of it is that, like, like, technically everything she's doing is, like, above the belt, so to speak, you know? And so, like, when Harry's writing and, like, it's carving into her hand, that's horrifying. Um, Or... Yeah, like Ratcliffe like right. but maybe there was a, a whole side of people that were like yeah that's the right side to be on quote unquote and maybe that's like the 
the difference between like the literal meaning of the word villain yeah and a character that's just like a monster yeah so this article also talks about like how tips for writing a great villain you need to choose a real life model put yourself in their shoes consider their motivation and introduce a villain with a bang um so my teenager just watched um she binge watched I, I don't even know how many there are of the uh saw movies oh god I, I seriously know in the first one um spoiler alert friends the first one has such a twist ending mm. where you find out that the villain has been in the room the entire time yeah and my teenager is somebody that is very rarely surprised by like a twist and she came running out of her bedroom and was like, he was in there the end when he took the thing off the side of his head and oh my gosh. And I was like, I know, I know. I thought for wild. sure you were going to tell me my teenager is someone with trust issues and I'm like, yo, oh, yes, same. For sure. Because of these movies, honestly. Yes, right. Like, the show You. Oh, I didn't watch that, but I've heard oh, it was traumatizing. Oh, it's so good. And the last season that I watched, I was still like, in the big sad from the breakup right. <laughs> um, that I went through. And I'm like, I'm never dating again because you just don't know when someone's a serial killer. Oh, right. The scariest you just don't know. are the ones that are, are like so nice and kind of like Annie Wilkes from Misery, from Stephen King's Misery. Mm -hmm. She was just this sweet little caregiver. And then next thing you know, like, no. Well, like, crazy. and I'm not going to spoil anything. Um, I promise. I'm just going to say because Stephanie... Stephanie and I watched this show together um, Wednesday. Oh, my gosh. So good. That villain. Right. Like. Yeah. I was I was genuinely surprised that it, I thought it was somebody else the entire time. And then to find out who it was. And I was like, oh, like, gasp. <laughs> just, <Yeah. laughs> it was it was a lot. Yes. Um, oh, it was good, though. Oh, it was so good. If you haven't watched, you got to watch. Uh, and if you have watched. Talk to Stephanie and I yes. about it because we need more people to talk about it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I felt like it really highlighted my taste in men. Right? Personally. Sure. <laughs> I'm like, oh. So nice and sweet and darn. adorable. And actually a psycho. Who's surprised? Not me. Oof. Yeah. Big oof. Um, so let's go into, I printed off some lists. Yes. I, love I know. I know. You don't have Virgo in your big three, right? No, but I you really not. should. I do love lists, yes. Yeah. It's the, you know, spice of neurodivergency <laughs> that lives within us. Ugh. <laughs> oh, I love a Dr. Facilier. Oh, Dr. Facilier is one of my favorite Disney villains. I just, he is so suave. He is so cool and such a baddie. <laughs> <laughs> Love him. I was reading this thing, or maybe I was watching a TikTok. We're going to skip through the first list because it's garbaggio. Um, but it was like, yeah, Dr. Facilier is everyone's like queer bestie who didn't yes. realize they were queer. I love him. He, his song in uh, The Princess and the Frog is absolutely my favorite. Well, yeah, that Friends makes a lot of sense. The other side is such a jam. Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay, so Cruella DeVille, how would you rank this one? Um, I don't like Cruella. Um, she scared me as a child because okay. she looks absolutely terrifying. The eyebrows the, <laughs> up to her forehead just terrified me. I don't know what it is, but 
Um, also, she steals puppy what, puppies. What a psycho. Okay, like, so, like, straight up, I was, I was afraid of her when I was younger, but not, like, in the, I don't know, traditional sense of being afraid. Yeah. I was afraid of her because I was, like, oh, this lady smokes. And I was so afraid of smokers (laughs) for whatever reason. Yeah, she's Um, such a stereotypical old school Disney villain with the smoking and That being said, I had a recurring nightmare. Uh, It was not Cruella de Vil. It was, in fact, a relative by marriage uh, member of my family, but wore everything Cruella de Vil is wearing. And so for the longest, I'm like, no, it's insert yep. this individual's name and I'm like oh my god my grandmother looked just like that she was my grandmother's beautiful but she wore fur coats all the time mm. always had like the super long cigarettes and I'm like Graham it's terrifying stop. oh my gosh this really makes it sound like you grew up in a whole different age yes right like like it really years did. ago I was born in the late 1900s friends gosh Melissa Fent Maleficent. Maleficent. I love Maleficent. Um, It's I. I always loved. I hated Sleeping Beauty, the movie, which is funny. Okay. I loved Maleficent, so I would like skip all the way to her. And then in Angelina Jolie's version, absolute love. Oh well, yeah, Angelina Jolie's version. Like, there's so much, like vindication. Yes. Is the word I'm gonna go with? They give her a backstory that makes you love her instead of she's the villain because they made her that way. Yeah. Back in my like Tumblr days. Um, before the Angelina Jolie movies, I saw like a post being like, Hey, this movie takes place at blah, blah, blah time. And in blah, blah, blah time, everyone was invited to a christening. And so for one person to be ostracized was really... FOMO! (laughs) Well, yeah, like, it was a huge FOMO, but also, like, it was a huge, like, intentional insult. Instead of, like, a celebration of you being invited, it was more, like, spitting on Mm -hmm. you if you're not invited. It was not being picked for dodgeball. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we have your homegirl, Ursula. Ursula. Yeah, it's like even that picture you have of her, she's so fabulous. She truly I is. Love her. Yeah. The nails did. I know. Like the lipstick straight out of a living creature. I, <laughs> I, I love oh, it so much. The scared shrimp when she's eating them is just, I'm sorry, it's hysterical. They say that, like, she's a super villain that's really cold blooded, but, like, again, she had a contract. Right. Ariel yeah. could have read it. It's Ariel's fault. For she dying. was warned. Yep. Okay, Scar. Ooh, Scar. He, yeah. A podcast that I listened to was talking about um, different advertisements that use cartoons for marketing and like rating how like sexy they were. <laughs> and the person that I was listening to was like, listen, like I'm not above saying like, I'm hot for Scar, but, like, don't give me a toucan, <laughs> yes. Sam. And I'm like, right. what is this? If they did, like, a people version of The Lion King, Scar would be so hot, and I know it. <laughs> but he's got the Scar true... would look a lot like Dr. Facilier. Yeah, see? He's got the true villain story, though. He was slighted. He's the, the younger brother. Oh, no, he's Prince Harry. That's sad. <laughs> well, he's oh. not. Prince Harry hasn't killed William yet. Is this foreshadowing? Said yet. Said yet. <laughs> Yeah, Scar Scar is something. Listen, I don't know the future. Okay. All right. <laughs> and then Mother Gothel, which is a little too real for a lot of yes, people's 100%. comfort. Yes, 100%. She is... 
a scary lady. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard someone uh, saying that, like, Mother Gothel can't be truly evil because she did take care of Rapunzel for all those years. But was she really taking care of Rapunzel or is it like watering a plant because you want the fruit? Yeah. She took care of Rapunzel like she was like a 1993 Corolla that had 300,000 miles on it. Like, and she needed it to get her to work every day. Yeah. The guilt tripping. Yeah. Oh my gosh. She gasped it <laughs> for Rapunzel so hard. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And then our good old evil queen. Yes. From Snow White. I also hated that movie, but loved the villain. I'm a villain gal at heart. You really are. Yeah. Did you thrive at Hot Topic in 2008? Um, I thrived at Hot Topic in like 99. <laughs> <laughs> Hot Topic was a thing. Shut up. <laughs> I originated Hot Topic. Thank you. Okay. You do give off the air of Hot Topic. Obviously. Yeah, the Evil Queen I loved, um, but as an adult, that movie is gross snow white was supposed to be like 13 years old and the prince was like 37 okay but like i have people in my life that are the evil queen that are so obsessed with vanity that they will belittle a child to feel better absolutely yeah and that's scary stuff yeah jafar Mm -hmm. janir jafar oh jafar Jafar kind of freaked me out when I was a kid because, again, the snake thing. Yes. He he turns into a snake. Jasmine's like, no thanks, dude. And he's like, well, I'm just going to kidnap you. So get in my thing here. And, like, I don't know. Like, is it, it like, pervy? Because, like... Yes. Adult and, what, she's 16 and so it's time to marry? Well, is it pervy or does he want power? Yes, the answer is yes. I know, but like, but like he puts her in like a princess layer bikini. I and know. Traps her in uh, um, what's the word for that thing? You know what I'm talking about? The hourglass. Yes, thank you. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's creepy. It's weird. You know, strange. a lot of these villains really have like fixations on child I, because it bleeds yes, into Captain Hook. Oh, Captain Hook! What a guy. Yeah. Yeah, he's an interesting character. You know, honestly, I don't, I don't remember too much about him aside from he hated Peter Pan. Yes. And he was always after an alligator or a crocodile, crocodile that stole yeah. his clock. And that's how he lost his hand. Yes. Yeah, I never, like, I never loved Peter Pan, but um, what's his, in the live action version with Robin Williams. Oh, yeah, yeah, Hawk, Hook. That was wonderful. Okay. Yeah. Gaston. Absolutely creepy. Gaston <laughs> I mean, is such a weirdo. Like, you want to like talk I've about known, pervy. I feel like I've known Gaston over and over in my life, like every guy I went to high school with. And <laughs> Gaston is, so like masculinity inherently is not toxic, but like exactly. Gaston is the very definition Absolutely. of toxic masculinity. Yep. 100%. <sighs> and then we have our wicked stepmother or Lady Tremaine. Lady Tremaine. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I loved Cinderella. Listen, Cinderella 2, Cinderella 3, those are the better ones mm-hmm. to watch. I'm not going to lie. Yes, they really bring out her villain side. They do. Because, like, in the first one, it's like, okay, like, you're kind of just, like, you're a mom that doesn't care about this stepdaughter. Right. But, like, all all you're doing is, like, being terrible by, like, omission of being a good parent. Right. So, like, instead of, like, stepping up and doing anything kind, you're just like, eh, let my daughters bully you. Yeah, I think the better villain from that movie is Lucifer the Cat. <gasps> Lucifer the, the Cat Gus Gus. going up the stairs <laughs> like in a zigzag yes. fashion makes me cackle every I love time. It. Yep. Oh gosh. Hades. 
I'm upset that Hades is so far down on this list. Well, listen, this isn't a ranking. This is just like a list. I know. And, you know, he's. it's funny because Hades is one of those villains that you just love to hate to love. Well, and Kathy brought up a really interesting point that, like, polytheistic uh, religions, so, like, religions that have multiple gods, there's not, like, inherently a villain within right. them. But then, like, anyone that's kind of, like, quirky or this or that or into mischief yeah. is automatically cast as evil. Right. Because it's a very colonistic way of thinking. Right. And I think that there has to be a good and evil, which goes back into a binary system, which right. I could do a whole podcast sure. on that. But yeah, but I think the character of like the actual Greek mythology, Hades and like every rendering after has just been so slighted. Like if you read into him, like, he chose the, un- the underworld. Not only that, but like, Zeus was more the bad For guy. For sure. Zeus was such a creep. The fact that Disney painted him as a family man? No, absolutely not. Wild. So disturbing. Oh. Yeah, no, Zeus is definitely the bad guy. And Hades is like, I just took the job you guys didn't want so you could be happy. And they're like, you're the bad guy. Sorry. Well, bye. also, he's like, he's the funniest one. Oh, for sure. Like, Pain and Panic are funny, but like, Hades? Yes, he's hysterical. I love him. Do you remember Shere Khan at all? I do remember Shere Khan. Um, I never loved the Jungle Book, though, so I didn't watch it a lot. It was my younger brother's favorite, but again, the snakes in it. Oh, for, yes. I good. couldn't I couldn't do. Mm-hmm. Everyone's just... Was that the snake? Bagheera? No, Bagheera was the... Uh, um, oh, the puma, right? Yeah. Oh, yes. I, we liked Bagheera. Yes. Look, your man's coming up. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> First, we have Dr. Facilier, which yes. we've already talked about. Stephanie's so love. Awesome. What's your favorite thing about him? He's, Is he's, it the tarot cards in a Disney movie? Yes. <laughs> right, though? No, I know. Yes, and he is just so old school voodoo priest and... He is just uh, awesome. He's something very different, I think, than their normal bad guys are, you know, creepy and kind of, I don't know, but... I love that movie so much, and I'm so mad that everyone, like, blames that movie for why Disney doesn't do this style of animation, because I was an art student, I think, at the time, or, like, I was going into being an art student, something like that. Um, and the art style, if you look like frame by frame, yeah. is some of the most beautiful work I by Disney. It. Yeah. But it was after this movie that they stepped away from that hand drawn uh, yes, animation and yeah. they went to the more CGI stuff. Which I don't love. I, Princess and the Frog is a beautiful movie. The, the soundtrack stunning. is wonderful. The, the soundtrack is my favorite great. cleaning soundtrack yes, because like it. it's just like mm-hmm. boppy. Yeah. I like going down the bayou. I yes, didn't please. Love Naveen. I would. <gasps> I know, I'm sorry. Oh, my God. But he was such a pompous Yeah, shock. yeah. And I would love to have seen that movie be one of those movies where, like... He didn't get the girl. Tiana saves herself. Yeah. yeah I, that would have been wonderful. Like, I, it's, it's so nice that they found love and stuff. But, like, come on. Are we a jaded Pisces over oh, here? Oh, <laughs> would. I just would have loved to see her, you know, be able to do it herself. No, but. and... But I think, like, part of the beauty of that is that, like, in the beginning, she was so aggressively, like, I can do it myself. I got this. Yes, like, it's on me. Right. And then, like, by the end, she's learning to, like, lean on people. Oh, whoopsie do. Is this my own therapy she session? shadow work with yeah. the shadow man. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Ugh. And then switching up religions. Yes. We got Frollo. From the Hunchback? From the Hunchback. That guy was an absolute creep. He was. So when I was little, uh, I would pretend to be Esmeralda, which is 
problematic in many yes, regards. But like, because she was beautiful and it, carefree and wore belts on her ankles. And, well, that and like I loved the belt and I loved yes. that she had a goat friend. Right. I'm like, yeah. oh my gosh, she's friends with everyone. And then I'm yeah. like, I want to be friends with everyone. Um, but that movie's definitely problematic. Across <laughs> the board. For sure. Yeah. Um, and I'm noticing a theme like with the creepy dudes. Like, why are all the villains always really creepy men? I know. Yeah. Well, because like when they pick the women villains. It, it highlights like the emotional turmoil yes. more than the physical. Yeah. And that's that can be like the harder thing to live through for a lot of people. I'm not trying to like lessen no, no, any yeah. pain, but like that can be kind of like the more damaging scars because right. people can't see them. Yes. So it's like that invisible abuse. Absolutely. That's definitely there. Yeah. Um so yeah. Then we have Ratcliffe, which we already oh, talked about. Pocahontas. Shane Yu. Oh, from Mulan. That's yeah. my teenager's favorite Disney movie. It's a good one. Yes. He gave me the heebie-jeebies yeah. because he's just so cold yep. and calculated. And unlike what the Harvard writing class said, we don't know his backstory. Exactly. We just know he wants power. Right. That's definitely the running theme. It's the it's always the villain always needs the power. Yeah. Sid. Sid from Toy Story. What a psycho. <laughs> <laughs> Mutilated up. toys, and it's so funny because he reminds me, and he looks like my little brother John. <laughs> and my brother was such a savage when he was little. <laughs> yeah, yes, it's problematic for a whole host of reasons. And yeah, I, if you were a real person, can you imagine the teenage boy that Sid would have been? Oh, well, gosh. we we get a glimpse of that, or we get a glimpse of uh, Sid in his twenties and like Toy Story what three or something like that, oh. where he's. Did you not know this? Well, I've if, seen them, but if you watch closely, like when they're like taking toys out to the dump truck and everything, yeah. it's the same kid. Oh, I'll well, have to look again. Yeah, yeah. like Toy it's Story a little Easter egg. Too much. I, I, yeah. Too way too much. Like, yes, but they have someone wearing a skull T-shirt huh. and like banging on the drums and oh, they're like wearing I'll headphones and it, yeah. But I mean, I feel like Sid's a very believable character, too. Yeah. Because, like, didn't we all know someone around that age yeah. that was doing some kind of wonky right. stuff? And, like, where are this kid's parents? Like, where, Sid, where are your parents? Well, it was the 90s, so it was a so dual-income household. Exactly. <laughs> and then we have your favorite. Yzma. Again, with the power. She wants the power. Okay, so yes. And in, like, one of the things that I had found, it talked about how, like, Yzma was wrongfully terminated. So she has every right to be oh, angry. Yes. Because she was just terminated because of her age. See what happens so, when you your employees. They get upset. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh. I really think a good villain has to have a, a sidekick. I don't know that Yzma would have been as awesome as she is without Kronk. Because they are awesome together. What I love about them is one is so capable and intelligent, and one is... He picks things up and he puts them down. <laughs> He's a himbo. <laughs> like, and we love it. We love yep. to see it. Oh, he kills me. Crocodiles are the coolest. They're... They're my favorite least villain villains. Right, yes. And then we have Randall Boggs. Oh, from Monsters, Inc. Yeah. Yeah, Randall kind of creeped me out just because he's got that, like, 
the way a snake moves that yeah bottom, but he has legs so i can yes. get behind it right what did it for me is watching monsters you yes and he has a backstory but it's a mm-hmm. weak backstory right. it's like oh you beat me yeah. i'll make sure you never do that again sully it's like all right let it go dude you hurt my feelings and now we're enemies yeah, it's like, it's one thing when you're in college. Like, right. chill. Yeah. It's one no. thing. But then he's like, I'm going to kidnap children and steal. But I love so much the fact that, like, Monsters, Inc. made him, like, do that yeah, with his yeah. eyes. And then in Monsters, you, you find out it's because he's blind. Right? But, it, like, yes. if he wears glasses, and it gives him up. Does Steve Buscemi do his voice? Yeah. Yes, right. And that was such a perfect fit. Uh, we love Steve Buscemi. Yes, for sure. <laughs> like, very legitimately, what an amazing yep. human. So, Hopper. From A Bug's Life, right? Yes. 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 Do you remember I Hopper? do. I like A Bug's Life. Um, but it's funny because it's one of those movies that, like, I don't think I've ever actually, like, sat down and watched. Like, I'll put it on when I'm, like, doing other things. Yeah. Because I just need noise. Yeah. So, Hopper doesn't really bother me at all. So, Hopper would kind of bother me. Like, not... Because well, like, he's like a giant. Well, not even giant. I guess. Well, he's, he's giant like, compared to the ants, right? Um, but he's just he's so mean, and like it's it's the hopeless factor. Yes. Like there really feels like there's no way out, right? Um, and that's what does it for me. For a lot of villains, is like just this like I don't know. Like there there are some villains where it's like oh okay like like Scar for me. I'm mm-hmm. like okay like I could like go to a different Pride Land or right. I could. I could go live in like the rainforest yep. and eat bugs and like, or like hang I, out there. I'm dating myself again, but Freddy Krueger, you have to sleep. You have to sleep. Well, right, <laughs> and like that's the thing with like Hopper is that like he runs that yes. area and there's no way out, and he's like starving the ants. They're oh not gonna gosh. make it through this rainstorm, and I'm like, Poor oh, oh. I mean, it also, so my nickname at home is Bugs. Did you know that? No. Yeah. So my brother decided that my name is Bugs. So anytime (laughs) a Bugs Life is on, he's like, that's you. That's your story. Uh, And he's been doing that for so many years now that I feel, I feel one with Flick (laughs) and Princess Ada. Yes. Um, I love it. So I love this so much. I'm going to ask your opinion. Okay. Okay, these are their FAQs on this website, um, wrapping up best Disney villains in history. Who's the most beautiful Disney villain to you? <gasps> oh. You have to pick one. Oh, no. They have an answer, and I can't wait for it to be different from yours and for you to be pressed. I just, I don't know. I don't know. Like, beautiful, you got- like, looking? Yeah. Yeah, see, no, I want to say Yzma, and she looks cr- like a skeleton. <laughs> <laughs> Who is it? So is it Gaston? Don't say Gaston. It's not Gaston. Uh, okay. <laughs> Madame Medusa. Oh. And the Evil Queen from yes, Snow White. Yes. They're she picking those two. Yes, for sure. And Madame Medusa can be Black Cauldron. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah, can but be when, beautiful, but then but can also the do that. Hey, back, back. She's the same. Madam Mim also. As, yes, but yeah. just like the evil queen, she's got yeah. the old lady persona. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. And do you know who the first Disney villain was? Oh. For a full-length film. Oh, gosh. You know this. Was it the evil queen? Yeah. Yes. 
And the spinoff, because they were going to make a villain movie, but like it was the 30s and no one was ready for that. So the spinoff was? I don't know. You do know. I do? I'm sending it to you. Oh, gosh. I don't know. The Poison Apple? Tell no. me. <laughs> a whole movie on the Poison Apple. That would be so fun. <laughs> they, were they going to give the evil queen her own movie? They were going to, but, uh, um, yeah. I want to know her backstory. Give me that one. Yes, I, I hear you. Like, I guess it was kind of done with that weird movie with Kristen Stewart. Oh, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I didn't love that. I didn't watch that. Yeah. I, <laughs> I don't know. Like the pieces of it. Um, no, it was, um, Maleficent. Oh, Maleficent. Yeah. She used to be scary, but then they gave her backstory, and now I just love her and feel for her. Well, and, like, it's so messed up that, like, he, he ripped so off her, her wings. That, the part in in that first one, um, after, when she wakes up and her wings are gone, and Angelina Jolie lets out the most blood-curdling scream. Yeah. Every time I watch it, I it immediately chokes me up, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is just, that's it's the worst sound. Do you know the youngest Disney villain? As in, like, most recently made or is a child? Like, their character, youngest. Oh. I will give you a hint. Sure. It is the... It's the first ever male villain in a Disney princess movie. Oh. Yeah. Was it... Was it Gaston? It was Gaston, okay. yeah. Um, he was in his mid twenties. Um, and then Hans is like roughly same age as Hans is one that like really messed me up. The first time I watched that, I was not expecting it at all. And then I'm like, (gasps) like, I I think I literally gasped out loud. (laughs) Somebody loved you. I was like, (gasps) no, it hit a little too close to (laughs) So yeah, that's kind of all we've got going on today. So those are some villains. What makes a villain? Um, Stephanie and I are probably the worst ones to do this podcast episode because we will find a reason to love the villains. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I could talk about villains all day and why the gray area ones just have my heart. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who's your favorite gray area one? Oh. Or are you counting Kronk and Yzma there? Yeah, definitely. Oh, okay, okay. For sure. But, oh my gosh, I don't know. I read too many books. Too many YA books is the problem. And all the No gray such thing. Area. But the gray area villains are like... They're rampant in like, YA. Oh, like, I love an enemies to lovers story. That's my favorite. Mm. Yes. Like, um, The Shadows Between Us. I can change him. Oh, for sure, yes. I can fix him. Absolutely. Just give me some time. Again, it's the Pisces. Yes, I'm sad. <laughs> So with that, thank you so much for listening. Um, This will be going up and you'll be able to check out different resources in the comments as always or in the description rather. And we would love to hear what you have to say. If you have any response back on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Twitter, any of the things, we're there. Stephanie, anything else you want to add? No, thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for joining us. Absolutely. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.